Oh, I hit my microphone. Did no, you, you didn't. I we, did. We didn't hear it. Cheers. The folks at home didn't hear it. Welcome, Hello, everyone. everyone. Oh, jinx. Lead us in. I will lead us in. This is the Dad Life Podcast. I'm Ryan. And I am Chris. As always, we are bringing you everything and anything that has to do with dad life. And today, we are talking about movies for the second episode. Yeah. We um, we really didn't scratch the surface as much as we would have liked on no. the last one. So we wanted to go more into movies because they're great and a huge part of our lives. Yep. Whether or not you're a dad doesn't matter, but certainly more so being a dad, um, watching movies with your kids and just showing them the movies you grew up with and stuff is, is great. So absolutely, we're going to dive back into it. And uh, Ryan. Yes, sir. As always here on the Dad Life Podcast, what do we have? We have a beer. We have a beer. Time. Every single episode, we always have a beer. And, and today, what is this one? Tell us what it is because uh, you brought it. I brought a little treat for my friend Chris. This is the Wasatch Brewery, a brewery here in uh, good old Utah. And this is a Hefeweizen, but it is an apricot Hefeweizen. Mm. This is Wasatch's, I think, first attempt at this type of heffy. Okay. And uh, I have to say, it's pretty damn good. It does taste well. Nine IBUs. I am not. Uh, oh, it's it's a summer beer. Enough uh, to know what IBUs is. I don't know. If you guys know what an IBU is for folks those at home? folks at home, I think it might be International Bitterness Unit. <laughs> that's, that's a total stab, dude. No idea what that's it That's terrible. I don't know. It's close. It's close. We can ask Siri. We can always go onto the interwebs and ask. Um, but if anyone out there has a beer they would like us to try, we pretty much can get our hands on everything because Chris has massive government connections. Oh, massive. Because he can get on an Air Force base and get yeah. us whatever beer we want. Uh, let us know. Uh, you can email us at dadlife-podcast, Ryan or Chris. So R Y A N C H R I S at dadlife podcast.com. I got through it and I feel like that's a win for me. Yeah, that was a good one. Anyways, if you want to you you have questions or, <laughs> or you want to tell us how silly we are, um, I am Chris at dadlife podcast.com. Such dad judgment eyes I just hey, got from him. Everyone. No, no, no. Definitely not. He got a finger pointing. He, he, he got gave off the, the rails gave there. Me the goddamn eyes. Oh, my gosh. Like, you idiot. Oh, my gosh. I was right. What was it? I was close, at least. What's it stand um, for? Someone's already writing in and telling us what it is, but you tell me. IB, IBU is an abbreviation for the International Bitterness Unit Scale. Is that what you said? That's exactly what I said. I mean, I feel like I recorded it so I can check later. That's what I said. And I feel like that was well, I think I was close. Total bullshit. I can't. I, it's not uh, not hanging my hat on it, but I feel good about I feel it. feel like you got pretty close. Um, so. Anyway, that's a summer welcome, beer. Welcome. Uh, that's it, a summer beer. It, it is delicious. And um, we were talking about movies on mm -hmm. uh, episode five. And we're continuing into six because there's a lot more to talk about that we didn't have a chance to touch on. We talked about our first VCR and the first movies we watched and renting movies back in the day. And that whole experience and dynamic thing has changed drastically. Yep. And um, I honestly don't remember, other than doing it in the car, actually taking a disc and putting it into a player and watching it via that means it's all streaming now oh yeah i have behind us this massive cabinet two of them 
mm-hmm. filled with at least a thousand DVDs. Yep. And I'm so glad I have them, but I never watch them. I'm I do in a different format, but I think that thing is totally dead. I wish I had a maybe a hard drive with all of my things stored upon it. I have one it's right here. It has all your movies on it? It has most of them. Really? Yeah. Do you rip them? No. So, I mean, the ones that I have that I own, I've never ripped. Okay. This came from a friend of mine that had most of the same type of movies that I like. And so I got them from him. Okay. So he had ripped them or gotten them, and I just took those. So, yes. Because that's not so easy to do. Um, no, it's a pain in the ass. I think it takes a lot of, like, time to get just one yep. DVD ripped to a digital format. And I think it's not even that uh, legal anymore, is it? I don't know if you're allowed, if you own the DVD and you're not reselling. I think the, the illegal part comes when you resell. So if you're is selling that... it for a profit, I think is the actual... Yeah, no, if just for my own personal use, I'd like to just take my DVD collection and put it on a storage device. Is that possible? I think that's fine. And we'll have to double check with our legal sources, who we don't have. Of course we do. I mean, we could call legal now, but they won't answer. And we could ask them, but no. It's after hours. Yeah, they've gone home. (laughs) (laughs) But if you know the answer, by all means, let us know. I'm pretty sure it's legal. to If it's your own video that you own and you're downloading it for your personal use and not selling it, I feel like it's fine. Um, I remember um, like ripping CDs and then... That's illegal. Not ripping CDs in that manner, but (laughs) I had two disk drives on my old tower computer. Yeah, yeah. It was an old Dell computer. We're talking mid-2000s. It had top one that you put the CD in and then you put a rewritable disk Mm -hmm. below it and then pretty much just make a, a carbon copy. I could do the same with some DVDs, but as time would progress, things got increasingly harder to do for some reason. Well, I they got know, encrypted. I don't know if that was the legality part of that. I wasn't attempting to try and resell the but DVD. That's what they're worried about. They don't want you to copy it to sell it, not copy right. it for you. And and what we're talking about is copying it to, di- a, digital to a digital format, format not yeah. to another disc. Wouldn't that be the same restriction upon the disc itself? It probably would, but I feel like that, I don't know. That's an interesting point. Somebody tell us. Yeah. Smart folks. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Please help us out. Let these dads know what's legal and what's not before we get in trouble. (laughs) Or you get yourself in trouble. We just want to make our lives easier because, man, it would be sure nice to have just a big drive with all of our our movies that we've accrued over our whole Uh lives. Yep. I mean, we're talking... 30 plus years of DVDs that I've been collecting. We let barely, alone all the VHS tapes that I've just had to like, you know, you throw not away? throw away. I still have them because I'm nostalgic really? in that way. I still have a ton of We just threw our VHS. last ones away. So let me give you a timeline for the VHSs. God bless your hearts. In our family. Okay. So as you did, uh-huh. you know, you accrue them through your life, uh-huh. especially when Blockbuster was going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would sell them for five bucks. Mm-hmm. And you would just get all the movies that you wanted and you just buy them. Yep. So I accrued tons and tons of these VHS tapes. And as we got married and then DVDs came about, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of went to a drawer. And then there's a garage sale and you're like, well, we probably can get rid of these because I probably have the DVD of all these movies that we owned on VHS. 
So then a bulk of them went through a sure. garage sale. Sure. But then you kept the ones that you loved, right? The ones That's what we have is the ones that we just yeah. don't want to get rid of. You want to get rid of them. So, so stupid. Because <laughs> so, I can't watch them. I don't have a fucking VCR. Yeah. So they, uh, I remember we, we've had three houses in, in, in our marriage. Uh-huh. First one was 10 years. Second one was three years. And then the one that we currently live in next to you. Yeah. And after we left the 10-year house, we were just packing all our shit up. And my wife was like, no, absolutely. Like, why are we keeping these? There's no reason to keep these. So we gave the ones away that weren't a personal VHS. So gave them away. Who would take them from? To the DI, which is the Desert Industries here in Utah, if you don't know, which would be like a Goodwill. Or a Salvation Army. Or Salvation Army or places like that. Thrift store. Thrift store. Absolutely. So we gave those away. A damn but, fine establishment, if I should say so myself. Yeah, of course. Love it. And uh, we kept anything that was personal. So, you know, the the, the soccer games, the football games that we had taped okay. growing up. Yeah. Personal home videos, stuff that was really old that we had on VHS. We kept all that. And then, just, I kid you not, two weeks ago, and uh, Chris and I are, are part of a neighborhood that is uh, has an app that we all communicate through. Yes, and I went, on, I went on to that app. And asked for a VCR because I digitized all our personal VHSs just uh-huh. a few weeks ago. You did. And I have everything. Everything lives in the digital world now. I threw away every single VHS we've had. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Good for y'all. Crazy. I remember seeing a few businesses, you know, around town that would do that service for you. I did that. Um, and I actually have done that um, <laughs> with not even VHSs. It was the old eight millimeter videotapes. Yes, from video cameras. Yes, that I wanted from you know all of the footage I have from let's say nineteen ninety eight through mm-hmm. twenty. Let's say two thousand seven or something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yep. Before everybody has a smartphone. <laughs> well, right? I, from I, those I, years, <laughs> we have all of that. Uh, footage, which is a blessing for us, Chris. That are just now we didn't do the stupid shit as kids. That was on a phone. God. (laughs) Although I know this is a podcast and you hear our voices, but I would love to show Chris, and I'll show Chris. Uh But I digitized the ski movie we made in high school. I made one too. Oh my god, it's amazing. I did it for a uh, um, a media productions class. Oh no, we did it. For the pure enjoyment of well, we jumping off the, stupid shit. I, I We always had a video camera just for that same reason. But yeah. I then took all of that footage and made something that actually was, I turned in for a grade. Oh, I bet it's better than mine. And I got to like add, you know, production value to it and little font on the bottom and all this Look at you. Bullshit. It was fun. It was cool. I looked like a moron, you know. <laughs> so did all my friends because it was the 90s, but... Wow. But yeah, those, are, those, those days are gone. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Now you can just capture it on your phone. I have a GoPro that I'll wear if I want to really, like, if there's a deep powder day and I yeah, just want yeah. those shots of all that snow just flying everywhere, I'll throw my yeah. GoPro. Which POV. Changes your life. Absolutely. It's, it's not the same. The kids different. have no idea. Mm-mm. Movies, though. That's where we are uh, kind of going with this one, aren't we? I don't know. Are we? I think so. Have we? I I don't think we have, but I think that was our intent. (laughs) Best laid plan, right? Um, This is true. Can you remember um, the first movie you watched with nudity in it? Oh, man. Really? Yeah. (sighs) Or, okay. 
it might have been an, a movie. Most likely was a movie, or the first time he saw a naked woman. Oh, that's two different things. It is two different things, but m- most likely it was <laughs> probably a movie. The one that I could remember, I don't think it was like the first time, though. Your mom or dad, because it's not the same thing I'm talking Ew. about here. No, not my parents. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. No. Uh, the first movie that I vividly remember nudity in oh shit uh, it, it's porkies okay. you remember the movie porkies i do yeah i do that's the one okay those slapstick 80s yeah yeah raunchy comedies man or nerds oh it Rides could have been nerds too okay. i don't know yeah. it was one of those two well I, where i was I supposed to shut my eyes i didn't i mentioned in the last podcast the first movie we ever watched was caddyshack it's the first time i saw Nudity. Is there nudity in Caddyshack? I don't even remember. Yes. So Danny Noonan was the, the caddy. Was the caddy. Yep. Um, hooks up with the country club blonde gal, rich gal, chick. Oh, I haven't seen that movie in so long. I have. Yeah. Oh, well, all right. Good on you. And Youngblood <laughs> was probably close second or maybe the first, but right around the same time. Youngblood was a hockey movie. With um, hockey, Rob Lowe, Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves, Bam, wow, all of those actors in it, and there was a little bit of ninja in that one. Of course, it was hockey. Yeah, fucking Buffalo hockey movie. (laughs) 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 Shout out Buffalo Sabers. Those guys, we know, great. We're aware. Yeah. Anyways, (sighs) anyways, uh, no, I think well, that's actually pretty good on you because not only was it the first VHS you ever watched, that's kind of a twofer. Also, a nudity twofer. Look at you. I know. It's amazing. I'm impressed. Um, I just was lucky. You know, sometimes I mean, you're sometimes in the right place and the right time. And I was. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was first uh, rated R nudity movie I can remember. But can you uh, recall, I think, from your youth, what, you, what some of your favorite movies were, you know, from your childhood, maybe age 10 to like. I don't know. Yes. High school age. Absolutely. What would you say? So I would say my go-to as a kid, for sure, Five Will Goes West. Really? Uh-huh. Not that Goes West, sorry. An That's American the second one. Part American two. Sorry, the first one. Okay. I apologize. Okay, I did say the goes second West one. Is number two. That's the number two. What's the first one? It's just an American tale. Yeah. Yep. That one I remember vividly watching with my there parents. There are no cats in America. There are no the cats in America. Are paved with cheese, my man. And I remember singing that song that he sings when he's looking at the moon. Yeah, that was a, I'm telling uh, you, I that was a Linda Ronstadt song named. Good Bob. Lord, how, where does this useless information come from? I don't know. I told you, it's I'm, ridiculous. I'm full of it. My movie knowledge is wow has done me no good. No, has done me no good. But I, I mean, have, it does good right now. Yeah. Some viewers, viewers, some listeners might be impressed. I, I, I highly doubt that. You never know. Um, that one for sure. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, what else, like, sticks out in my mind? Oh, Jurassic Park, the first one. Yeah. One of the coolest movies that I ever was, saw in the theater. I, I would, um, I, I don't want to throw this word around too loosely, but I would say that would be an iconic movie. Absolutely. In its, um, um, as far as their special effects. Yeah. And their animatronics and like the feeling you got when the T-Rex was coming and mm-hmm. the water was, you know, rippling. Yep. That that was intense. That was man. a great movie to watch in a theater. That was incredible. And the T-Rex was like coming through the Ford Explorer on the two 
Oh yeah, that was amazing. I'll give you two others, and then I'm gonna let you go. Okay, I, I don't, I don't really. No, I'm gonna I let have, you go, I and have, you're gonna have to answer. <laughs> you can dance around all you want. I, I don't have a choice. You're gonna answer. Okay. So my other two, I'll give you is one, and and and, and you know, dads that are our age are gonna just be like, oh, absolutely. Okay. First, really raunchy, especially, and I'll even dial it down to a scene. But the funniest damn movie I watched in the theater, and I was on a date. Uh, and it was American Pie, the okay. first one. This was later in my. This in my is years. you would have been in the Air Force, mm-hmm. but I was still in high school. Okay, and I, I, I don't remember a time in a the theater where everyone was either clapping or crying, laughing when he fucked the pie. Oh my gosh! It was such an iconic moment in a movie, especially at that age. Of, yeah, you know, the just, coming of age movie for yeah. sure. Yep. That's one, and then the last one I'll say I'll, I'll I'll bring it back to the horror genre. Okay, I vividly remember watching the Blair Witch in high school. Okay, that I remember, movie that scared effect, the shit out of that me. That had an effect on me, and I I remember going to see it, and I remember all of the uh, the shit talk that that movie received after a while. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. But I camped the next day. But which is a terrible idea. Yeah. Wow, that's an interesting choice to go do right after watching that movie but um it's funny when you see all like the internet critics and all the haters of things they're very brave on the keyboard right of course i think if you were to watch that movie with them the first time without any kind of like heads up we all had the same reaction it was an intense movie and it was it was done super cheap and i was scared i think they did a great job with that movie. i remember job. watching it going holy shit there's nothing what's going scarier. on with the tent? and you never seen anything yeah there's nothing scarier than your own imagination i will i will live and die by that that was a uh an interesting kind of a creative take on a horror movie yep it was nothing but somebody holding a you know, an eight millimeter camera in their face because it was really poor quality and everything. But it was just that. <laughs> but it that. scared the shit out of you. And it was, and I remember you didn't being know. Like, just that end scene, God. that ending scene where he is standing in the corner. Yes. And then the camera goes down. It no just idea. fucks with your brain. It, it does. just does. And the spot when the girls sitting there crying in the tent and yep. there's people beating on it and there's there's kids that you can hear kids yeah it's <laughs> okay being a dad when you bring kids oh, into a horror movie even worse yeah i don't know why anyway. that's that much scarier i don't know because it's it is though had to do with dead kids or something ghost kids i don't know creepy i don't know what it's all right scary you gotta go now so i asked you a question about uh a movie that kind of sh- maybe shaped your childhood or you loved when you were a kid and then now, the yeah, question I'm, has yeah, been reversed. The question has been reversed to you, and I want more than just the shape. And I may of have childhood. asked it before. What I had a chance to really think about it. And well, I'm now you got to think about it. Yeah, I think when I was little, um, we watched a lot of Disney movies uh-huh. for sure. Um, my little sisters would watch The Little Mermaid. Sometimes two times in a row, Barf. it would end and they'd start it over. Mm-hmm. Rewind on the VCR type thing, you know, we didn't have a super fast rewind, so you had to sit there and wait for it. <laughs> so things that I can remember well and I can quote, like I know every single line in The Little Mermaid na, 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 na. randomly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think 
in the horror genre. Okay. The first It movie that was actually made for TV. It aired on ABC and I think in two or three, maybe four parts. That sounds terrible. Uh, When I bought it on VHS, when I was a little older to do so, it came on two VHS tapes. Wow. Because there's two parts to that story. It is the It story as they were being terrorized as they were children. Okay. Which is horrible enough in itself. And then It comes back when they're adults, when it was, you know, you know, quote unquote, 30 years later. I'm glad I didn't watch so it. So anyways, that, that movie had a profound effect on me and I was scared to death of it, but I loved it. Okay. What about the, the new time. one? I'm going off topic. And the new one. Um, I was so excited about because, like I said, that movie had such a profound effect on me when I was little. This one, uh, already I was scared of because it was, the other one was made for TV. Mm-hmm. The acting just kind of sold itself. Tim Curry was amazing Pennywise. The new one was rated R, so I knew it was going to be crazy scary. Yeah. They did it really, really well. I was super psyched how they did it. They, they did awesome. And I was okay. scared to death, loved both parts. Okay. It's amazing. All right. What you else? You hate clowns. I hate um, cl- Oh, fucking hate clowns. So, as uh, we were big fans of Saturday Night Live, so when Chris Farley and uh, Adam Sandler started making movies. And David Spade. In all the Chris Farley movies, yeah. He wasn't the main <laughs> guy. He just happened to be in them. Um, oh, but he he's amazing. A ton. Um, Billy Madison. Yes. Happy Gilmore. Yes. Um, Tommy Boy. Oh, my God. Black Sheep. I mean, all up there, yep. and then Dumb and Dumber. I have to, I have to put those in there. Those are. I agree. Those are unbelievable, amazing. Movies those are my that kind of shaped. Yeah. Everything I speak is usually in those quotes. Yeah. I can those pretty are, much not even. Talk those are my to you quotables, <laughs> unless I can just quote. Those are my from. quotable movies, though. I would okay. put them in a separate category. As as your child. It's just movies. my go-to quotes. Okay. Um, there, there's so many. So many movies from my childhood. It's a, it's always possible. That's a tough question. That's a tough. This milk could be all milk. It, that milk belongs to that class. Wish I had a beer. <laughs> I'd rather have a beer. Which I have one. And we do. A Wasatch apricot. Thanks for bringing it along. No, you're welcome. Uh, if Shout anyone ever wants Brewery. to uh, send us a beer, by all means, email us. We'll give you our address. We'll take beer any day. And I'll tell you what, this podcast is definitely not a beer critique because every single we every single one we never we had drink, a bad one. We haven't had any bad ones. Well, maybe we should try a bad one. You know, I bet you even if it was bad, we wouldn't even say it. We would. We'd be too nice. But, mm, mm. It's a little. It's a little stingy. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> even say I would do that. All right. Well, anyway, yeah, we'll call it bad if it's bad. Those we'll are, call that baby ugly. Those are sal- Those are solid choices. Mm-hmm. And I think where I was going with mine was merely just the memories that flashed in my brain. You know what? I was a sophomore and I'm glad junior. that you made that point because the Jungle Book, when I did ma- mention Disney movies, yeah. having a profound effect and things that even my grandfather, Grandpa Chris, shout out Grandpa Chris, rest in peace, would love watching that movie with us as kids, was the Jungle Books. Yeah. Yeah. Like mine, Bagheera, Baloo. Yeah, I mean it's a solid the Disney movie. That, that movie had the music in it. And stuff. Dun, dun, dun. It's fantastic. Dun, dun, dun. Man. I I was in the we Jungle Book it. play in sixth grade. What I, part did you? Pull? I played the elephant captain. What was his name? Uh, captain, captain Hardy. Something. Colonel Hardy. Colonel. 
You're right. It was Colonel. Colonel Hardy. I was Colonel Hardy. Um, That's amazing, dude. Yeah. My kid was Ka the Snake. Oh, Ka's a good role. Yeah. It's a solid role. Uh, no, mine was in, in Hate my... Snakes. <laughs> Shout out I don't to love the snake haters. I don't like snakes either. But okay. I will say that my go-to Disney movie, not only growing up, but as I got older. So Courtney and I, and Courtney is my wife, for those that don't know, whenever we'd watch a scary movie in high school, because Courtney's my high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. We'd immediately pop in Aladdin to feel better about our lives. <laughs> really? Yeah. That was would, the make you feel better. It would just movie. it always made you feel good. Okay. Right? Okay. I don't know why. It just did. Okay. And it was my it was our go to. So we'd watch like Mothman Prophecies. I already have two things I want to talk about. Scare already. the shit out of each other and then yeah. be like, now let's watch Aladdin so we can actually go to sleep. Mothman Prophecies, Richard Gere? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I never saw it, but I think he was in it. I could be way off. Anyways, that's it's scary as shit. There, but the Aladdin thing yeah. uh, made me think of something. Um, two things. Disney. Because there was the like late 80s, early 90s Disney that would put in some really weird subliminal messages in their movies. Did you ever catch those? No. Okay. And the first time I ever investigated was Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Um, what subliminal messages were in that? Because there it? was blatant ones in <laughs> Little Mermaid and um and Aladdin and Lion King that I can tell you about right this second. Yeah, there that you there can't was. Deny. No, I I won't because yeah, yeah. I know what they are now, but I never okay. noticed them as a kid. No, no, it's not something you would notice. That's yeah, subliminal. But they were once someone points them out, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like no, crazy. who framed Roger Rabbit? Now again. This goes back to to my age and your age, because uh-huh. when the movie came out, this is definitely not something that was even talked about. But then, as the internet really came to be, and all these theories you could just look online uh-huh. for, there's a scene where they get in the car wreck going into Two Town, and Jessica Rabbit like does a couple three sixties, and I okay. think there's some sort of like. Something in between her legs, and it's subliminal. Really? Like, oh yeah, yeah. There's a whole thing behind yeah, it. This is one I've never heard of, and I'm you surprised. Look it up. I'm usually, all and over I think this crap. you know, as as a kid growing up at that time, you're like, oh, let's freeze frame this shit and let's see if we can find it. Wow, I never did, but that's incredible. There's definitely a conspiracy behind that. Okay, um, well, I could say for sure on the Little Mermaid VHS box. In the castle. Uh, wait, in the bo- on the box? On the box. Okay. That's where the subliminal message was. Okay. There was part of a movie, but the the box art, right? On yeah, yeah. In front of the Little Mermaid. It was her sitting on a rock, I think, with Prince Eric and King Triton in the background. But there was a castle in the background. One of the spires of, a, of the castle was no questioning it was a dick. There's no question. I want to see a box. It right absolutely now. was. You'd have to look it up because you can't get the VHS box anymore. But people still have them. My parents still out, has it. My like, parents still have it. Yep, there it is. It's undeniable. Then in Aladdin, there is the balcony scene. Yeah, um, and he's like, you "Take hear, off your clothes." Yeah. Oh, good teenagers, take off your clothes. Yeah, and it's clear as day. And then in the Lion King, do you remember the Lion King? Thing? I don't know the Lion King one. Um, the Lion King one is when. Um, uh, Simba is growing up. He's like the teenager age, and he's walking up, and he is tired, and he falls down, and there's a puff of 
like dust okay. that goes into the air. It, the dust that goes up in the air, if you pause it, it's clear as day says uh, sex with the dust. <laughs> it's just so random. Like, why would the animators even bother with that shit? You're absolutely right. They're bored. They're like, yeah, let's see if I can slip this shit in here. And they did. <laughs> and they did. It's just interesting. Um, Those really are weird. good go-tos, though. Yeah, and I think all three... No, at least two of them. Now the thing that Disney's doing is taking those old... And they remake them, and I hate remating it. Them. I wanted to have this conversation. That was the second thing I wanted to talk it. about. You're hating it. Hate it. Really? Yes. Why? Don't remake something that was so amazing. Um, You're running out of ideas. It, it has to stand on its own merit. If it sucks, it sucks. And I'll say if it sucks, but if it's good, it's good. I didn't like Aladdin. Didn't I haven't didn't. seen I haven't seen the lad and stuck. I kind of refused to for that same premise. Sure, sure. But it's terrible anyway. So yeah. well, I don't think I'll ever watch it. Okay, um, what well, was a good remake then? Um there's a lot of remakes that are good. Um I'm talking about Disney movies. The Disney movies that they're taking from the animated version yes. to the to the new one. If you say Lion King, I might I might um, throw my mouse at you. I didn't see it. Neither did I, but I heard it's terrible. Really? Again, I don't want to watch the remakes because I've never heard a good thing about them. Um, I actually liked Beauty and the Beast. That remake was not bad. Only because they've taken it and they've really, it's its a true remake. And the fact that all of the songs, all of the characters, everything you want it to be is the same. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because they change shit all around. Yeah, you're yeah. like, ah, come on. You you like the old songs. You like the old characters. You want it to be That's fair. really similar. I liked how they did it. Um, I didn't like Aladdin. I think that I love Will Smith. I just didn't like that character. But that's my but opinion. I mean, how do you replace Robin Williams? That was why I, I mean, thought they you couldn't don't. remake that movie. You don't. That's what ha- kind of turned me off. And then they chose Will Smith. Like I said, I love him. Mm-hmm. But he didn't fit the bill and replace Robin Williams. It's impossible yep. I mean, it's impossible to follow up. Possible. You really can't. Nope. You cannot. So, I think <laughs> for the first time in our in the history of this dad podcast, we are we are doing a third episode. We have to. Are we movies. already at thirty? We we are already at time. You got to be kidding me. Why so we still haven't even. We've got to really dive in on the third one. All right. Uh, okay. We got to do one more, and we're going to do one more because I think we got to talk about we got to talk about the actors and the actresses, and we still have not talked about our children. And what we do with movies and our kids. No. We so not. we got to do that. And uh, again, if you have questions or want to talk about anything that has to do with dads or dad life or the moms out there, if you want to hit us with questions or really anyone that's taking a, a listen to this podcast, feel free to reach out to Chris and I. Chris, give us the emails. Sure. I am Chris at dadlife-podcast.com. And you, I'm Ryan. Ryan. R-Y-A-N. Same exact email address. Excellent. All right. Thanks so, for joining us. Thanks for joining us, we everyone. appreciate you. And as always, from here on out, stay positive and love your life. Oh.